Jerry Jones, as usual, said some things yesterday at the Senior Bowl that came off as a little wacky, even kooky. But for me, this one took the cake, or maybe the burn cake, in explaining why he never had any doubt he was keeping Mike McCarthy. Jerry Jones said this. I thought we made a pretty good move four years ago when we hired Mike McCarthy. And he's had some great uh, in-season success. Now, he's come up short three times, three times and advanced us in the playoff, okay? But I like the fact that he's hanging around the rim. And I like what the team has done to uh, to hang around the rim. So I think uh, uh, what the answer that I would have is that I'm aware that we're hanging around the rim. Uh, We're not getting the ball in, but we're hanging around the rim. Uh, Let's don't uh, uh, discount hanging around the rim. (laughs) What? I I didn't even know Jerry knew what basketball was. I've never seen Jerry at a basketball game, and I was stunned that he would reach for a basketball analogy, a really weird one, to explain why he kept McCarthy. So he said, hanging around the rim, hanging around the rim, but you keep airballing dunk shots, Jerry. This is my owner and my general manager who's at the Senior Bowl, not at the Super Bowl. He's at the Senior Bowl. Keyshawn, what do you make of this Jerry quote about why he didn't think twice about keeping Mike McCarthy? Well, first of all, he will be at the Super Bowl, no, just not later. Yeah, playing yes, in the Super yes. Bowl. <laughs> but he'll be there. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> Look, man, there's a lot of teams that hang around the rim. <laughs> And there's only the one team that actually puts it in the basket, <laughs> and the Cowboys aren't that. But no. I also understand what he's saying. What he, All he's saying, Skip, is we're that close. We're right here. I've got a coach that I like, that I'm in the building. You're not in the building. You don't know the hard work that he puts in every single day to get our team prepared, get our quarterback ready to go. I've seen him work with the quarterback in the offseason. The quarterback has gotten significantly better as a quarterback, not statistics, but just better decision-making at times for the Cowboys since Mike McCarthy has come on three years ago as a head coach. It's a fact. You can't argue that. I understand. We live in a microwave society. We want instant. We want now. We want to change. I'm a Cowboy fan. I had one in 30 years. Are you kidding me? I get all that, Skip. But he's there. He sees it every single day. Because one thing is not, it's not financially. He's not one of these owners that says, well, I'm not getting ready to spend that type of money. He doesn't care about the money. He's got more, look, he's got more money than we could ever imagine having in our lives combined, Richard. But at the same time, this coach is in there and he's done done a, a pretty good job. They have not gotten over the hump. So if you think going out and bringing in somebody else, as I said to you, after y'all lost, if you think just going out, bringing in somebody, and that's going to get you over the hump, you're sadly mistaken, man. That happened one time. One time with us in John Gruden and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that had a lights-out defense, and all we did was tweak just a little bit on offense and enough in the playoffs to get us over the hump. Mm. But that, that hadn't happened since then. And people fire coaches all the damn time and try to hire new coaches 
and they're right back in neutral or reverse mm. going backwards. Mm. Let it see it through. Let's let's just see the finished product and let's see, see how what happens. You what? got you have to. What do you mean? Watch what Jim Harbaugh does with the LA Chargers. But the LA Chargers yeah. were five and what? Five mm -hmm. and twelve. Yeah, but they should have been much better. You know, they were five and twelve yeah. though. Right. If they were not five and twelve, mm. and they were in the same position that the Dallas Cowboys were in, mm. Staley would still be the coach. Mm. That's just a fact, though, Skip. I understand you're a cowboy and you wanted to be a certain way. Just, just relax. Mm. Go, Richard. You, you think yeah. there's some? I mean, I, I feel, I feel exactly what he said, and like Keyshawn said, this is what we told you after. This is why I didn't think he was getting fired in the first place. He has the second most wins to Andy Reid in the last three years. Andy Reid has 37. And, he has 36. And guess That's who's just in the, the Super truth. Bowl? And, yep. and Andy Reid. There's only been five teams in the Super Bowl. I mean, less than five teams. There's been the Rams have won one. Tampa's won one. Uh, in the last six years, I think Philly's won one. Kansas New City England's twice. won one. Uh, Kansas City won twice. Yeah, and twice. so it's not like you're sitting there saying, oh, man, all these other teams are winning so many Super Bowls and, and we're left in the dust. Like, you're not hearing Green Bay winning Super Bowls, Minnesota, you know, other teams in the NFC winning multiple Super Bowls in your wake. They're not doing better than your team. They're not winning more than your team. So that's what he's saying. Hey, we're hanging around the rim because we're always – in the discussion, we're always winning our division or in the in the playoffs, in the second round, in the first round. We're we're rarely out of the discussion. And until you're out of the discussion and out of hope, which is out of the playoffs, you got a chance. Yes. Like, you know, you know they're, 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 and that's what he's saying. We got a chance every single season and we're frustrated that we're not finishing the job. But it, I'm too old to push reset. I'm too old to go that's in the reverse. Exactly I'm too to old to see. Exactly what you'd be doing it, it, to see if it'll work out next time. Mm. And, and, and I know you feel like Jim's going to be the, the, the answer in, in uh, L.A. And he may be. Yeah. He may be. Mm. But it's not a miracle cure in any capacity. And if he struggles and if he doesn't have success, that's not an indictment on Jim. That was a tough situation in the first place. People say that the Chargers are cursed and that nobody can win there because nobody has won there. And if he does win there, great. But what if he does what Mike McCarthy does? That most Charger fans would take that in a heartbeat. If he wins 36 games over the next three years and takes his team to the playoffs three consecutive years and they get put out in the divisional every round, every year, they would be over the moon because it's compared to what they've been dealing with, that'd be dang near Super Bowl. But it's Jerry's understanding that, hey, there are two sides of every coin. And on the other side of that coin is us out of the playoffs watching everybody else play. Would you yeah. rather have would you rather have LaFleur as your coach? Sure. You I'd would. take him right now. Absolutely. Yes, sir, I would. Oh, okay. I've seen enough of Mike McCarthy. And, and what, and what my, has LaFleur done that that would make you switch coaches? What has he done? He was up 27 to nothing <laughs> on my coach before halftime in a playoff game at Jerry World okay. in which we were the two seed and they were the <laughs> seven seed. Okay. And we were going to have back-to-back -back home games. 
over Green Bay and then Detroit to get to San Francisco and our first NFC championship game in 29 freaking years. That's what we are doing. And now I've seen it three straight years. A team coached by Mike McCarthy and quarterback by Dak Prescott stunk three straight playoff losses at home. I'm not even beginning to get started here at home against San Francisco at home against San Francisco against Jimmy G's 49ers. We're down 20 23 to 7 going Wait. to the fourth quarter. We're at Wait. home. Dak stunk. Mike McCarthy did not have the team ready. And then we go to Wait San Francisco and my quarterback game. stunk in the first half and threw two first half interceptions when my defense actually showed up. Mike McCarthy has nothing to do with the defense. That's all about Dan Quinn. Maybe we'll keep him next year. Maybe he won't get a head job. Maybe that's my only silver lining of hope. But then I had to sit and watch. The Green Bay Packers come in and yeah. destroy my team. They did. And it was a fireable offense for my head coach, maybe for the whole coaching staff. Maybe they should have just cleaned house because it depends Great what your standards life. are. What is your goal? What is your mission? Is it to go 12 and 5 in the regular season every year so that everybody's like, la di da, we're 12 and 5? It's not mine. But I've lived through eight Super Bowls and we won five of them. And Richard said, that's pre internet. They don't even count. Yeah. Well, how about the San Francisco freaking 49ers? That is certainly pre-Apple right. phone. Okay, yeah, but what about the 49ers? They haven't won a Super Bowl since one Super, year before we won right right But they have been in the Super Bowl okay. three damn times. Okay, but they haven't won one since 1994, so that didn't so count. So that didn't even count. So it's, so it's, it's, let, me, let, me, it's let, me, let me quiet it's this just, crowd. Real uh, quick, yeah. let me quiet this because yeah. because you just said you take LaFleur over your coach. I'll take anybody. I'll take anybody. I'll take Dan Quinn. Real quick, though, Richard, yeah. and, and I'm just going to ask you one more question, though, Skip. Yeah. Your favorite quarterback of all time in this recent era is Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Didn't y'all beat Tom Brady in the playoffs a year ago and you wasn't saying anything about Dak Prescott or Mike McCarthy? You was like, oh, we... we because you beat Tom Brady. Yeah, and then what But happened? now, but doesn't matter. What, what's but, your standard? But I'm just saying to you, you, you want to give a guy an extension after he beats Tom Brady, mm. but when you lose to Green Bay, you want to get fired. Well, I didn't want to give him an I mean, extension. I didn't trust him at all. Oh, I said okay. it then. But, you didn't trust but, but, him at all. No. Okay. But, but this, is, this, is, this is the hypocrisy of Skip. This is the hypocrisy of Skip. Because he says, Mike LaFleur, give me such and such and such and such. If you were the Green Bay Packers and you just looked at them from the same lens that you're looking at your, your team, and you said, what have they done? You know, he's he's gotten blown out in an NFC championship blown with an MVP out. at quarterback. And got blown, the doors blown off of him in an NFC championship. With an MVP. With an MVP quarterback who didn't play, who didn't play well. He got he got beat at home in a playoff game yes. by the by the San Francisco 49ers and Jimmy G, just like you did. Because he had Aaron this, Rodgers this is a, at quarterback. Go look at Aaron Rodgers over his last five of fame, playoff I, games. Tell me what can you I, see. I don't care what you say. Go look at it. Go look at the last five playoff games he played. Can I finish making my point? Because you just said, I want Mike LaFleur. You want LaFleur. So I'm about to give you the lenses. So you can sit here and dress it up. You're missing my point. I'll take anybody over this guy. This deadheaded Michael Hart. Because you're just painting it differently. You're really? just painting it different, wearing a different mask, but the results are the same. He got beat at home as a one seed. Yes. They got yeah, Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship. The they got sit. 
So, I mean, quarterbacks play bad sometimes. They they do. They play bad. That, yeah. that, that, every team yeah. has lost playoff okay. games. So when when teams when teams lose playoff games, usually the quarterback struggles. The team struggles. That's why they lost. Skip. That's why there's only been so many Super Bowl champions. And I'm saying. You would take the Green Bay Packers and their success, and it's almost identical to it's yours. It's the same. No. It's almost identical. Okay, okay, so they played in an NFC championship okay, game a couple times. Wait, wait, wait a second. We go ask Packer Nation who they want: Mike McCarthy or Lafleur. Ask them who they want, and it well, would be unanimous for well, Lafleur. Well, because he got well, fired Only, one of, them, only one of them brought him a Super Bowl. And yeah. he got one fired of, one at the end because the quarterback yeah. didn't like him. Richard, he brought him a Super Bowl pre-internet. It's it's like 15 oh, no, no, years no, ago. No, yeah, it was. It was pre-internet. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Nice try. No, it wasn't brilliant. I had it. It didn't count. Oh, God. You had a flip phone. You may still have a flip phone. I don't know. (laughs) He might still have a flip phone. But but still, Skip, that's what I'm saying. When that's how how crazy your perspective is, it's because it's it's all perspective. You're like, my Dallas Cowboys have struggled. And I can go to another fan base who've done almost exactly the same thing, been beaten the same scenarios, been blown out. Been been sent home, missed the playoffs, and then all you could tell me is, well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, a Hall of Famer, four-time MVP. Oh, he he, yeah, you would have took Aaron Rodgers uh, ten times out of ten, and now you talk about Aaron Rodgers like he's just some kind of slouch. He's not well, some he, kind of slouch. He, he, he's, he's a he's slouch in five straight playoff games for the Green Bay Packers. Go look it up. But that's all and part, Richard, but you saw the the first one firsthand. You saw how he played in the second half in Seattle. But that's all part of it. Richard's whole point is, and that's why I asked you the question, and this Mm. this wasn't a setup. Me and Richard aren't texting on the sideboard and saying, let's set Skip up and Mm. talk about the Green Bay Packers. All I'm saying to you, all I'm saying to you is, your team is essentially the same as the Green Bay Packers, Skip. You act like all of a sudden there's some magical coach coming out of the sky to save the day for the Dallas Cowboys when you have a guy, as, as Richard just said, Right on par with Andy Reid as far as winning games. At some point, you're either going to get over the hump or your team is going to be completely flat, and then it becomes a fireball offense, mm. much like Brandon Staley mm-hmm. and the Chargers. You're not in that position yet. Mm. You're not, you act like you're in that position. You know how many franchises was loved? To lose at home? Well, we're not just any playoffs? franchise. I don't oh, care. God. We're not the Chargers. You've been, we're the you've Cowboys. Been, you've been the same franchise for 30 years, man. Michael Emmett and Troy, they okay. gone. They but, gone, man. Charles Haley, them, they got Dion them. Okay, but they wait home. a second. They gone. For the first 30 Super Bowls, we were in 16 NFC Championship games. Yes, That's more than half. I wasn't born. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what you – you're not Cowboy they, fans. You don't get it. You don't understand. You can't relate. they let black relate. people play in all them Super yeah. Bowls? Because I don't know, Skip, because hey. it was that long ago. I don't even know yeah. if black folks was allowed in every single one of them uh, Super Bowls you talking they, about. They, they, that's, we, that's, we, but that's the kind of time we go. That's the kind of time we going back towards. Hey, but but I'm just me. saying that's a, long, damn, sure. a long time ago. Hey. It wasn't that long ago, sure. Hey. Come on hey. now. Hey, the, the Cowboys are Black America's team, also because yeah, they, they got a we, lot I'm, of. Fans. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Cowboy yeah. fan, but I'm also I have a perspective different than you. You living on some from Oklahoma, close to Texas. I love the Cowboys, no matter what. But you got to remove yourself, man. This is the same thing I try to tell you and Michael all season long. Stop setting yourself up for failure. But if you want to get rid of Mike McCarthy, Jerry can do it at the Senior Bowl, and he can set the franchise back another 10 years 
if that's what you want to do. Okay, so yesterday, Jerry was asked, we're going to talk about this a little later, but he was asked about Bill Belichick, and he said, well, I got to coach, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, but Bill's a good friend of mine, and trust me, I could work with Bill Belichick. So you guys keep telling me Bill Belichick is by far the GOAT coach. You know, he is the greatest coach ever. That's what you keep telling yeah, me. Yes. So if you had a Tom shot. Tom Brady said it, too. Okay, he said it on the herd. Yeah. He said it on other shows just the other day. Sure. Tom he's, Brady said it. he's going to say. Yeah, he's, he's not going to blow his own, toot his own horn about how he was the reason. Okay, so the point is. If Jerry Jones had a chance to replace Mike McCarthy, which he did with Bill Belichick, why didn't he do that? Okay, so let right? me ask you a question, Skip. You've been covering the leagues, mm -hmm. leagues, all of mm -hmm. them. Have you ever seen a coach be replaced and fired in three seasons when he's given you everything that Mike McCarthy has given you right now? Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen somebody just come I, I, in and replace you know a guy? I Give me care. an example. Okay, we're talking about the Dallas Cowboys, the most care. valuable team in the world. The most valuable team in the world. You're 12 One of the most decorated year. teams in the, in the world. So what does it matter going 12 and 5 in the regular season when you stink up a playoff game and you stink up another one, you stink up another one, and I'm like, what does Richard always say? The definition of insanity is you just keep doing the same thing over so and over so and over Seattle again, right? should Seattle should have fired Pete Carroll 10 years ago. Mm. Mr. Kraft should have fired Bill Belichick 15 years ago. This is what no. you're saying. No, I'm not Bill saying Parcells that. shouldn't have never, ever had an opportunity to have a run with the New York Giants because he got off to an awful start. This is what you're saying. No, I'm not saying Yes, you are. I, but, but you're, you're my, question is, my question is, Skip. Listening. My question is, so say they made the change, Skip. Say they made the change. Yeah. Because as you know and I know and Key knows, you change coordinators with quarterbacks usually – there's a fall off. You keep Absolutely. changing systems after system, especially Jalen Hurts. He's had the most that. success. Jalen Hurts just experienced. So say you change, you change. You got Bill Belichick now, new coordinator. Uh, uh, Josh McDaniel comes in, and now you your offense gets worse. That gets worse. You guys go well, let's call it nine would. and eight. Maybe it's an adjustment better. period. I, it's, yeah. an, it's an adjustment yeah. period. Just an, it's an adjustment period. How this could he get better? He just had totally a second different. team all. Mm. He just had a second-team All-Pro season, and you weren't impressed by it. So, Skip, I did, this is probably he's approaching, like, his peak. It was, he was in the MVP running Who for a lot of the MVP season. Running. If they had won some yeah. other games. What? How did if he, if play, he had won some other Richard, games. How did he, he play in three straight playoff losses? How did he play? Very poorly. So, fool, a lot of play, quarterbacks fool me once, early. fool me play. twice, fool me three times. I saw him, Shame on I saw you, him throw you for 300 you. against Tampa <sighs> in in the playoff wins. So, yeah. of course, you bring up playoff losses, but I can bring up playoff wins where he yeah. played really well. And what did you, so you, you tell you, me? You try to Tom Brady was on his last legs. He was on his way out. They were shells of themselves. Brady wasn't there. playing the defense. defense. was hurt. He wasn't the playing defense. defense. You told me it was decimated. You told me it was shit. What'd so, they go? Eight and uh, nine uh, or whatever they were and the, stole the, 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 the coach. The coach should have just fired Coach Tony Dungy because they couldn't get over the hump with Peyton Manning, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all. They couldn't get over the hump. They would lose every single – this coach should have just yeah, – Bill Polian should have just fired him. You just told me that it was a great thing that Tony got fired because John Gruden took over and took yeah. you right over the hump. Yeah, but right? eventually – I'm talking about an Indy. I know, but I'm just in, saying, Indy, but that's what the happened. Coach, the coach should have fired TD and Indy, according to you, yeah. based on the way you're treating the Mike McCarthy situation. I'm for three but, straight but years. But guess what? They didn't, and mm. they went on to win a Super Bowl. Yeah.
Okay, so for me, the three straight regular seasons were indictments of the head coach and the quarterback because it's one thing to keep beating up on Washington and the Giants and, and even a reeling Philadelphia. And, and then you get to the games that matter. It was 27 to nothing before halftime. You, you can't defend it. It's, it's a fireable I'm not, I'm offense. Not, I'm not trying yeah, to defend it. They kicked y'all you-know-what. No, that's not even what it was. Yeah. It was beyond that. Oh, it, really? It, yeah. It was, was it? It was I kind of wish they would have. I kind of wish Jerry would have made a move just so we could go through next year yeah. and you could see the other side, that the so grass isn't greener, yeah. and me I, and Key could sit here and tell you, hey. whoo! I hey, told you so. I, I wish he had hired Jim Harbaugh. I don't think Jim Harbaugh would have taken Jerry Jones's job. But, like but if he had, we would be having a whole different conversation le- next year because things would change. You do understand. You do understand that your coach won a Super Bowl. I don't care. Fourteen about, years ago, I don't care about what Jim Harbaugh yeah. is going to do. Jim Harbaugh did not win a Super Bowl. No, it came close. Came within a. I came close to. Play, I came close to playing in the NBA, but I worked with you. I know. What the hell does that mean? You didn't come within one play <laughs> of playing in the NBA. Oh God! One Skip. play of winning the Stop. Super Bowl. Stop it, man! You just yeah. you. Whatever you got. Okay, get. so I need you on record. Are you saying Mike McCarthy's a better coach than Jim Harbaugh? I need it on the record right now. I would probably say to myself, they're probably equal. <laughs> Equal? Probably equal. Are you kidding? They probably. I hadn't seen Mike McCarthy coach in college. Uh, it's, okay. I've it, seen him coach in the pros. I've seen him win a Super Bowl. Yeah. That's what I did. I've seen him go to NFC Championship games. Yeah. I've seen him win divisions. That's what I have seen Jeez. with my eyes. I don't. I'm not going. You're about to. You, go ahead. They're likely going to win 12, 13 games this year, and he's likely going to be close to Andy in terms of lead. Like he could be the leader of wins next year. And you yes. got a guy over here saying. I'm wanting to replace him with whoever Absolutely. and whenever because and I'm I don't so believe. right about it. <laughs> you you yeah. right about it, Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh beat he won a national title, so he's the flavor of the month. So you gonna mm. go crazy with that? Mm. Because yeah. four years ago, mm. when Urban Meyer was running the sidelines mm. at Ohio State, I promise that I wasn't on the show with you. Yeah, I promise you, you wasn't screaming Jim Harbaugh should I, come I, coach the Cowboys. Don't don't sit up here and try I, to tell I, me that. I was defending Jim Harbaugh as one of but the best coaches not, out there. But you were not you were not saying he should replace Jason Garrett. <laughs> now were you? Be, no, I want you on record right now. I, I don't remember. <laughs> I, I don't remember what was happening with Jason Garrett. He's at that so point. full of it. Well, man. I don't know which year you're talking oh, about. Oh God. Yes. Oh, he's a dancer. No, I'm not a dancer. He's a historian because the, the, sometimes. the next year when he's he was supposed to be fired on Jim Harbaugh, I won five cases of Diet Mountain Dew betting on Jim Harbaugh the whole next year because all they did was they you just mean, ran you right mean through because Urban Meyer decided he was going to go take another uh, job on television or something? Yeah. Is that what you mean? No, it's just a Jim Harbaugh. That's all. He's, he's hey, just watch what he does with the Chargers. I'm not saying he's yeah. not. Yeah. I'm just saying to yeah. you, you asked me the question, Skip, All right. on whether or not he's a better coach who would I take. I said they're about the same. Okay, so up next, Richard is going to love this one because my friend Jarrett Bell at USA Today wrote a column with a headline that says, Stop Picking on Brock Purdy. That's next. No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. And once again, it's your turn. Hashtag Undisputed Live. Here we go. First tweet from Robert Merrill. It's been 28 years since the Cowboys made a basket. LOL. Yeah, that's it. That's our, that's our owner. That's our general manager. That's our quarterback. I don't know. I don't know, but I love it. 
or hate it. Next up from Jared. Me, when it comes to the Lakers playing to their potential. Well, we're waiting, said Judge Smales and Caddyshack, one of my all-time favorites. Me that too. Is true. Yep, Richard too. And this is from Coach Edwards. Jerry starts talking and Dallas Cowboy fans start eye-rolling and putting their heads down, embarrassing as the ball spins around the rim. We're, we hang around the rim, we hang around the rim, and then we airball dunk shots in playoff games. Yep. Eventually, one of them will go in. They oh, went really? In. They went in. What did maybe you say? Four years from what now. What did you say? They went maybe, in 16 maybe, times in 30 yeah, years yeah. or something like that? Maybe after you're retired, they'll, they'll finally win one, and then you won't have to sweat it, right? <laughs> if the commanders win one before y'all, then I'd start getting worried. <laughs> All right. Okay. Back to Richard's favorite topic of the day. This was the headline in today's USA Today over the column written by my friend, former teammate Jarrett Bell the national NFL columnist for USA Today. And here's the headline. Stop picking on 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy. He takes so much heat for, quote, unquote, absolutely no reason. Richard, as a former 49er, how much do you love this headline? Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate somebody just speaking the truth because this is a second-year quarterback in his first full year starting, and we don't treat it that way. Um, the, you know, we could we could always say, you know, it's the seventh rounder. His expectations should be low. I don't even subscribe to that. He's a starting quarterback in the NFL. The expectations should be there. There's a team that he's on. This is a great team. But we're talking about a second-year guy going into the playoffs, winning ball games, winning close ball games, coming back, crucial drives, crucial situations, pressure-packed moments, and he's showing up. And all we can do is is talk about his shortcomings. Uh, He's, he's not big enough. He doesn't have the, the great arm. His athleticism isn't there. He's, he's not this. He's not that. And not appreciating that a second-year quarterback just took his team to the Super Bowl. Usually, you'd be impressed by that. But he, in this situation, he would have to be Trey Lance. Or if not Trey Lance, he would have to just have Trey Lance's draft position. And then this story would be unbelievable. You talk about two elite quarterbacks and two first-round quarterbacks going going to battle in the Super Bowl. If this was Trey Lance, we'd be talking a whole different way about what he's been able to do regardless of the weapons he has because of the expectations coming in and the perceived talent and the perceived potential. But with this guy, it's, it's almost like you spend so much time waiting for him to fail that you can't appreciate what he's doing because it's, it's just so much disappointment. If all you're doing is waiting for him to fail, then every week you're disappointed pretty much except for that three-week stretch where he had some struggles and they lost some ball games. Then everybody who was waiting for him to fail was in heaven because you're like, this is what we've been waiting for. Turn back into a pumpkin. Yeah, we were right. And then when he goes into the playoffs and wins and wins, you're like, gosh, hurry, lose so we can be right. Like, lose, come on, lose so we can be right. And all Jared's saying is stop waiting for him to lose and just appreciate what the kid is doing. This is a second-year quarterback, mystery relevant, a quarterback that was drafted last pick has never completed a pass in the National Football League. Not only has he completed a pass, but he's taken his team to the NFC Championship, then to a Super Bowl in his second year. So let's give the kids some credit. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know why game manager has such a negative connotation toward it, Skip. Why? I don't understand that. Because a lot like what Richard is saying, I could break it down 50,000 different ways. We could talk about draft position and draft status. 
We could talk about quarterbacks that were drafted, not in the first round, that went on to win Super Bowls. His teammate in Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson went on to win a Super Bowl. But we talk about that defense, but we never say that Russell Wilson was a game manager. Mm-hmm. We, we never treat it that way. And I'm on record as saying at the beginning of this season, I need to see 17 games, right? Meaning the nine that he played in last year and whatever he gives me this year, if he gave me five and then another three or two or whatever, just give me 17, a full season to be able to tell you if he was for real or not. Well, I got a full season, including last season, but I got a full season. And when he wasn't in the lineup in the NFC Championship game, they didn't go to the Super Bowl. Mm. But when he's in the lineup to complete the NFC Championship game, he goes to the Super Bowl. Game managers don't throw for 4,200 yards, man. They don't complete 31 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. Discount that. Slice that in half. That's five, five and a half interceptions. You know how I like to do that. That's probably his fault, receiver's fault, wrong routes, da-da-da. So when you're looking at the numbers standpoint, he's up there with the top dogs that win in the first round, the second round. Josh Allen ain't been nowhere near where this kid's been. This kid's been in two NFC Championship games in two seasons in the National Football League. If you took his jersey off and you put anybody else's jersey and number on it, people would go crazy. But I also understand how the world works. Because he is this little underdog sort of kind of guy and and they've had the Steve Youngs and the Joe Montanas of the world for the San Francisco 49ers, he's never going to get the full credit, as I said before. He just, it, it's just how people, it's just how people think and work. They start to point to all of the different pieces around him to be able to say, this is the reason why. Well, we've seen other quarterbacks in San Francisco's system with all those same kind of pieces except Christian McCaffrey. But Ayuk has been there, and, and, and Kittle's been there, and, and Debo Samuel and Trent Williams. All those guys have been there. And those quarterbacks haven't been able to advance them offensively the same way that he has. Even Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't advance them the same way offensively mm. as him. And that's just, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling. It's... Uh, it's unfortunate. It's a disservice to him as a player. You know, all I needed to do was 17 games, though, Richard. Just give me 17, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, dude ain't a pumpkin. I'm deep, you know, because mm-hmm. that's the first thing you think right. of, Skip. You know what I'm saying? That's the first thing. You go to Kurt Warner's career, and you think about Kurt Warner. It was all about the greatest show on turf. Oh, it was throwing the ball. It was Isaac Bruce. It was Hakeem. Hakeem. It was uh, uh, Torrey Holt. It was Marshall Falk. But then he leaves that and goes to the Cardinals, and they go to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So it's like, come on, man. At some point, you just got to give it up for for him, and all I can do is say he's here to stay. He's here to stay. Okay. I don't know where game manager came from. Who started that? Was it a Cam thing? I know Cam said something about game manager. Oh, you mean this season? Yes, or whenever season. season. I don't know. Wherever. He he is the flip side of a game manager. He's a gambler. He'll take chances that no young quarterback should take, and many times he'll pull them off. He tried that that scramble left the other night, throw back across his body over a defender to uh, Juwan Jennings, and he pulled it off. But it's ill-advised and not something you would teach your coach. But he pulled it off. But that's not a game manager. I don't know where that – 
I, I don't. I don't know if Cam. Started, I don't know if Cam started it or draft positioning. Yeah. Team meaning like he got drafted where he got drafted, Mr. Irrelevant, and the team was yeah. already intact. And it seems like many people just want him to be a plug and play guy. Okay. And then we had the Amy Trask quote of a couple of weeks back. Where how did it go? Something about their seven quarterbacks left in Brock Purdy, like he's just some guy or something, you know, and I know Amy very well, yeah, yeah, and she Amy does too. know football, and she was Al Davis's right hand, and she probably just doesn't like the 49ers because she was a Raider body and soul. So now we get back to Brock Purdy. Look, what he's done, I've said this a hundred times already on the show, it's, it's phenomenal, it's extraordinary, it's off the charts, it's unheard of nobody saw it coming because he was the last pick in the draft. Even the 49ers didn't really see this coming because they had invested three firsts and a third in going up to get Trey Lance in the draft. And they did it because they didn't trust Jimmy G, even though, as Richard well knows, maybe all too well, with Jimmy G, a quarterback, they had a 20-10 lead over the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl with seven minutes to go. Well, Jimmy did that. He got you there, but he couldn't get you across the finish line. And so they said, we're going with Trey Lance. I just don't think Trey Lance ever was healthy, never could stay or get healthy. That may be and, true. And whatever, they they fell right into, the. I should say, Brock Purdy fell out of the skies into their laps, a la Tom Brady with Belichick. And that may be true. Took off. Okay. That may be true. And mm -hmm. I can't argue with the postseason performances, the stats. They're, they're all extraordinary. Okay. So what would give me pause at all this year? Well, we did have, as you guys point out, we had the three-game stretch where he struggled. But then he bounced back, and he had some very good games. And then we had Christmas night. It was their toughest game of the year at home against the Baltimore Ravens. And he threw four interceptions. And a couple of them, you could say, were not his fault. But he did throw four interceptions, as we're seeing right now, against yeah. the Ravens. They're difficult to quarterback against. They, they scheme you up as well as anybody. They disguise as well as anybody. They get after you as well as anybody. They led the league in sacks. So he had a long, rough night, as we're seeing right the now. Number one defense yeah, in the league, man. It was man. the number one defense in the league. Didn't play like it in the first half last Sunday, but that's a whole other story. All right. And... Then in the, the first playoff game against Green Bay, you can do wet ball or whatever you want to do, but for about three quarters and a half of that game, he was pretty horrendous. And I'm not going to put you through it. We've shown the whole tape of all the 16 incompletions, but they were, you want to talk about off target. But then to Richard's point, when it was time at the end of that game, he drives him down. What was it? It was a great drive, 69 yards and 12 plays. He went six out of seven. When it was time to hold on and grip the football and throw it accurately, he did, and they pulled it out 24 to 21. The rain stopped, Skip. Yeah. You know, the rain stopped. I don't think it did stop. I think it was still raining. But, but he, he obviously got away with throwing one to Darnell Savage that hit him right in the bread basket, and, and Dak threw one like that, got pick sixth, and Savage dropped it. So has... Brock been charmed? Yeah, maybe he's been charmed. And then we saw the other night, he throws the deep ball to Ayuk, and it's a little overthrown, and it hits the DB, if we could see it right, in the face mask. And it's the all-time lucky carom, maybe in the, since the immaculate reception and Franco Harris, and pops right up to Ayuk. And all of a sudden, it's first and goal at the four-yard line. And at that point, you're trailing 24 to 10. So if if the DB catches the ball or even bats yeah, it away. Yeah, 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 but but he but the thing about it is 
He's given Ayuk an opportunity. Yeah. It wasn't, it, Ayuk didn't blow past the DB because no. the DB was so far off, but he gave him an opportunity. It's not gunslinging, it's, I'm going to give my guy an opportunity because I believe it, it, my, it receiver, is, throw. my receiver is better no. than that DB. No. You see it all the time in the league. Okay, and then to close on Richard's <laughs> point, he, he closed that game. When it was time, he did it with his legs. He had two 21-yard scrambles. Well, I, I give it and up. And then against Cleveland yeah. on that three-game stretch, he yeah. led them back. They just missed the field they goal. They missed the field goal. That's they all? Did. Yep. So, right. look, man, he, he's here to and, stay. He's here to stay. I, I just, I, and I think he's here to stay. I just, I just want to kill the notion of, of this because it's, it's frustrating because you just, it's hard for, for lower rounded drafted guys to get the credit because it's like, if they don't, if it's not how people expect it to look, then they're not going to give guys credit. And this, this just goes period point blank in the league in general. A lot of the guys who get the opportunities are going to obviously be first round guys. You know, obviously Baker Mayfield has gotten multiple chances and he's done well with yep. them. Um, but he's a number one pick. He's going to get multiple chances. Sam Darnold True. probably got more chances than he probably should have, but it's because he's a number one pick. He's going to get multiple chances. But it's the low round guys where you're waiting for them to fail. You're you're expecting them. Hey, why wasn't he drafted high? This is why. Why would why did he go? This is why. You know. And when you're a first round guy, you're like you want to prove it right. You want to be like, hey. We know he's a superstar. So when they have a good game, you're like, that's why they picked him number one. That's why, you know, and I just want to change that. Like, evaluate guys on how they're playing, not their draft position. Because if you do that, I think that people would see these guys a little differently than they do. Richard, you going to the Hall of Fame. I'm, I'm hurt. Let, let it go. <laughs> just let it go. I'm hurt. You can't, you're all right, man. You just, okay. you've done well for yourself. It's okay. You know, you, you're all right, man. Just let it go. I got to defend the low-round guys. True. And fair. <laughs> no mercy. No mercy. No mercy. Fall back down. LeBron James was in a weird mood after last night's 138-122 loss in Atlanta, almost as if he was chuckling at questions so he wouldn't get angry. Then he thanked the Lakers PR rep for ending the interview before he said something he regretted. But LeBron did say this. You could, on any given night, beat any team in the NBA. And then on any given night, we get our ass kicked by any team in the NBA. Yep. Lakers have had some high highs and some very low lows this season as they have fallen to, inconceivably, 24 and 25. So, Keyshawn, have we expected too much of a team led by a 39-year-old LeBron? No. No, LeBron's holding his end of the bargain. If you, if you look at 10 years ago, LeBron, and you look at where he is today, everything is pretty much the same, right? 10 years ago, he was points per game. He was averaging 27. It's 25. Rebound, 7. This year, 7.5. You know, average uh, assist per game. 10 years ago, it was sick. They, they're up now, and he's becoming a better passer of the football He's up to eight. Or the basketball. Yeah. Of the basketball. <laughs> yeah. And then when you think about his three-point, although last night he didn't shoot the three all that well, he's up. He was at 38%. He he's up to the 40s now. Yep. So you're not expecting too much from him. He's doing everything. He's giving you everything that he was giving us his entire career. It's everybody else <laughs> that has to come to the party. It's the coaching. 
It's the defensive end. LeBron James was never Michael Jordan on defense. I don't know. He had his moments. But he I was mean, never yeah, Michael know. Jordan I mean, on Michael defense. Jordan won a defensive player of the that, year. That, yeah, yeah. That's my point, yes. though, Skip. He was never Scottie Pippen on defense. But that's okay because he played both ends of the floor. Okay? So when you look at that, he's doing the same things now. They're just not winning. Things aren't happening the way that we anticipated as Laker fans. You know, I don't think you're expecting too much at all. Much like you go crazy about the Dallas Cowboys, Laker fans feel the same way about the Lakers. The only difference is we have a perspective. You don't. You have well, a perspective? Every night I see Fire Ham trend on Twitter after every loss. Yeah, but that ain't... And, but, and you're but saying, oh, come on, but guess calm what? down. That's a handful of people. That ain't <laughs> nothing but a handful of people. That's all. They, they, they mad right now. They're uh, mad right now. They weren't mad last year when they played in the Western right. Conference Final. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So, no, I don't think yeah. so at all, man. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, <clears throat> I think LeBron is holding up his end of the bargain. I think he's playing some of his best basketball. His three-point percentage is, I think, the second highest of his career. He's shooting. I know Skip says he doesn't make a lot of free throws, but, I mean, he's about 72 73% from the free throw line, which is fine um, for wow. LeBron James. And he's just not getting the help that he deserves. He's not. And, and Anthony Davis obviously didn't play the other night, and he's actually played up to snuff. He's, he's carried his own weight. So I'm not taking anything away from that. He deserves credit. He has played really well um, since he's been called out uh, earlier in the season. But everybody else, guys are brought here for certain things. You look at, you look at guys like Austin Reeves. He, he was brought here. He's paid his money. To, to be the third cog of this equation, and at times he is. And at other times, he disappears, and, and the criticism isn't there. He doesn't hold up his weight. You, you talk about D'Angelo Russell. He'll go off for 35, 36 points, and then he can't, make, he can't put the ball in the basket the next night. And, you know, these things just keep going. You, got, you brought guys like Rui Hachimura, who played really well in the playoffs last year. And then, again, he's just not playing the way he did in those playoffs that gave us a chance in those games. And so when you have these guys just not even playing up to their standards, I'm not asking them to be LeBron James or Kobe or, or the best players in the NBA. Just play your role at a high level. If you're a defensive stopper, stop guys. If you're a, if you're a scorer, score. If you're a three-point shooter, make your shots. But when we don't have guys making their threes and they're supposed to be a three-point marksman, you don't have guys getting stops on defense when that's their only role on the team, then it's not going to work. And, of course, LeBron James is going to get all the blame because he is the face of the franchise. He is the face of the league for the last two decades. So, I, But I just – it's disappointing, Skip. Mm. Yeah, LeBron, I, think, I think LeBron, Skip, I think LeBron's getting a little – Nancy and frustrated. All you got to do is look at his beard. Look at his beard and his hair. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of grays in there. Put in there. There's a lot of grays in there. He's like, man, I don't even feel like looking right. I'm just going to just forget it. All right. Since Richard brought this up, I, I, just a quick point of order. So LeBron is seven for his last 17 from the free throw line. Well, he's better than that. And Richard said it's fine that he's at, I think it's 73% for this year, and that's about what he is for his career. It has just driven me crazy that a player this all-time great, the leading scorer in the history of this game, is only a 73% career free throw shooter because he should be better than that because all, all the greats are 80 to 90, some are no, above that's not, 90. that's not true. 
Well, it is. Because I can point to Shaq. Okay, but I mean, ta- I'm talking about anybody below seven feet because all the seven-footers have a hard time shooting except for Joel Embiid. Kareem, free had, Kareem and Joel Embiid had no Dirk. I, I can point to many yeah, of them. Yeah, Tim Duncan, all them Dirk dudes. A seven-footer. All yeah. them dudes can knock it down. He yeah. is. I mean, I don't know why you could, don't consider him. He's seven foot tall. Well, I, think, yeah. I think he's saying he's a shooter, yeah, he's a shooter. more so yeah. than anything. No, but, but my point is all of the two guards, and LeBron does play sort of point two guards. I understand. I mean, they just, you know, my Mike's going to make 84% and Kevin Durant's going to make 91%. Okay, so he's not a good free throw shooter. Okay, okay. It it, it drives me crazy because you can improve that. And now we're in year 21. You can work on that and get better at that. Yeah, I don't think you're year 21. I don't. Okay, whatever. Okay, now back to your point. You made the point to me, was it, I don't know. Two weeks ago, you said you talked to an NBA source, and it's like, well, wait a second, the Lakers just aren't that good. Well, well yeah, they did. Okay. They, I told right. you, I said that the, the individual, okay. I, and, and I don't, you know, I don't like name dropping, but the individual who I trust, who knows, yeah. who, who who knows, said they're not good. Keith said you got okay. LeBron James, who's thirty-nine years old. You got Anthony. Okay, Davis, but you're telling me he's good. playing at twenty-nine-year-old LeBron, right? Well, that's good. Okay, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Anthony Davis, on any given night, he's a top five player. And I know Wayne called him out, and he responded to Lil Wayne. And look at him now. Now he's nicked because he's always seems to be nicked with something. <laughs> at least but, below. Okay, but but you know and I know when he is right, he is really right. Yes. And then I look at the rest of the roster. I like Austin Reeves a lot. I th- like Steve Kerr raves about him when he was on Team USA. He's just fearless. He's gutsy, and he knows how to play, and LeBron trusts him. And then Rui Hachimura is an NBA player to me. He's not a great player, but he's a very good player. And Vando can really play defense at the highest level. And we keep going. To, but D'Angelo, I keep telling you, D'Angelo Russell has all-star ability. I'm not saying he's an all-star. Yeah, on Monday, but, but by the time know, you get to Friday, you got okay. uh, G League ability. Okay, but you know what happens? He can light you up. He's, he's capable of going for 30 any given night. My point is, there are too many pieces in place. I like Gabe Vincent. You guys were sort of blasting him, Richard was. But, but I give him a chance to get in the flow, get in the rotation. He will help them because he's a big gut shooter who will take and make big late shots. They, they need that. They, they've got all kinds of cogs here. they got Cam Reddish, who's not been healthy. they got uh, Christian Wood, who now takes a shot at Darvin Ham. But the, the point is, they've, they've got lots of nice pieces. It's a good basketball team, which is why LeBron says, on any given night, we can beat anybody. They can. Would you be shocked if they went to Boston tomorrow night where they're 22-2 and two at home and beat the Celtics? I wouldn't be is shocked. Is Davis playing? I don't know. If he ain't well, playing, know, that's no. the point. That's, yeah. uh, that's not going to happen. I would be very shocked. No. Yeah, I would yeah. be shocked. Well, then that's not going to happen. But if he does play and plays the yeah, way if they, he can, if, yeah, if, sure. if he plays, yeah. there's a potential that they can go anywhere sure. and win any time okay. on any given night. If he plays okay. and they all play up to their – Potential. Okay. So how do you explain 24 and 25? That's the, the key point here. That's why Darvin Ham is at least on the hot seat. Richard says it's time for him to go. Well, I, I, think don't know, of, I don't know that he's not on the hot seat. I just yeah. don't see where Jeannie Bussin will make an in-season yeah, decision known. because yeah. that's not her history. No. At the end of the year, that's a different story. At the end of the year, they can go to the playoffs and everything. And at the end of the year, they can say, you know what? Then never mind. I yeah. want something different. Well, to Richard's point, maybe the in-season tournament was the worst thing that could have happened to this team, right? How? Skip, well, it's all it is is seven it. games that they played throughout the course of the season. I, I know, but it's well, an indictment it, now for know, what they should be. It, 
Right. It just showed what they could be. Yeah. Key. That's the only thing for me. But it's they just, also, I saw but how they hard also, they were playing. But they, they were, also have shown when it wasn't an in-season tournament and they won games, like you said, Skip, they went up to Golden State the other night, over, double overtime. It, it was beautiful. In, uh, whatever it was, 145. Five, 145 to 144. Which is a lot of points. But it's double overtime. I know. They won the game. They yeah. showed that they can do some things. They 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 beaten OKC. They did. Okay, twice. they beaten them twice. Yes. I, I believe they beat the Clippers they twice. They beat the Clippers once. Once? Yeah, they beat them once. Okay, so yeah. they've shown, yeah. and it's they not in season. Yeah. It has nothing to do with in season. Yeah. So they've shown those sort of things. Yeah. Don't let the banner mess up your mind, Richard. <laughs> Don't allow that. Don't I'm, allow I'm letting that. the effort mess up my mind. They effort. held Indiana, who's one of the top scoring teams in the, in the NBA, just to 88 points in that, in that final them. game. They and did. they just they haven't showed they haven't that shown. kind of effort since. Agreed. Well, they beat the Clippers. Yeah. Well. They beat the Clippers. We should yeah. check. No mercy. No mercy. No mercy. No mercy.